When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Is that the real uh, pull from the broadcast yes. yesterday was the here we go. Hat, hat. Oh, my God. I could I could not get enough of that. I don't know. I, 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 I feel like I was just like reborn. I was like, has this been going on since Dak Prescott has been playing quarterback? This whole cadence that out of all, out of everything that went on yesterday, this is the one takeaway for me. There you go. This stupid cadence that he said instead of ready said he says, "Here we go." What a uh, what a day <laughs> yesterday turned out to be in Boston sports. There was a lot of bad. There was some good. Uh, but good grief, you know, we got to start with really the roof caving in in Dallas in a way that nobody saw coming. I mean, if you're going to be real about it, it is the, oh, they might go down there and lose, but for the roof to cave in, and you and I talked briefly on the phone last yeah. night while we were running the TV, and you had a great analogy oh, yeah. of a meme that really yeah. is the descriptor of what went down yesterday in Dallas. Yeah, you know those memes where uh, you'll see like a bunch of people on like a deck, like an elevated deck, right? And next thing you know, the whole one person, one person with 10 people on, it's fine. One person, the 11th person steps on it, and the whole thing collapses, and everybody falls off, right? Yeah, people just laying all over the ground because the foundation was so weak because it just could, it can only handle so much stress. Eventually, it's going to cave in. Eventually, like your problems, like you can't hide them anymore. And that was everything about that, about the Patriots yesterday from the, from the fake field goal that the Dallas Cowboys just pantsed you with. You have an uh, you had an obvious tell. You were overcommitting to rushing to try and block a kick. They noticed it. They made you pay. That's a Joe Judge special. And they caught you at the perfect time to run something like that where your head was kind of spinning considering there was a big play going the other way. Yeah, everything about this game, you know, and I don't even know, like, as far as the injuries go, like, listen, you can have <laughs> injuries, but you had injuries to, like, some of your most important players. Yeah. Mac Jones falling apart, collapsing in front of our eyes, like you could see it in real time, the confidence just leaving the building. Yeah, there is no – look, uh, you and I are on Mac Island, but there is no defending the way the guy played yesterday. And you can chalk it up to, hey, the guy wants to make a play. Hey, the guy knows that the offense needs to make a play. And somebody's got to step up, and a lot of times it comes from the quarterback spot because it's not like anybody they were handing the ball to. There were no screens yesterday whatsoever, so there was nothing easy to try to get other people involved. So the quarterback tried to do it, and he created two critical errors. And even on the strip sack, 
you're going to have one of those a year. Like that I could that I could rationalize because it happens to every quarterback in the NFL, if not two or three times over the course of a season. The interception throw across the field beyond inexcusable and I don't care whether you're coached by Bill Belichick or freaking Matt Patricia you cannot make that throw and you are taught that once you get to a level of football where they actually throw the ball they're not teaching you that in peewee but if you play quarterback in high school somebody probably told you don't throw it across the field yeah, I'm with you with the strip sack. You know, I you know I'm sure every quarterback wishes that they had eyes in the back of their head. Yep, because it looked like he was getting ready to throw it, and then timing was not on his side. And credit the Dallas Cowboys for their ability to pursue and not give up on the play. So good play by them. Hey, you should secure the football. Well, I was going to throw it. Right. And well, whole, you should know that they were closing in on you. And the whole sequence was a disaster. We getting pushed back yep. and on Wenu and yep. all that okay, stuff. Okay, so fine. That, that's its own little part of the game right there that's unto itself. I, but I also think that was part of the of the piling on. Like, that was the ninth person. Yeah. That was the ninth person, right? And then the tenth person was the actual crappy horde throw for the interception. And then the eleventh person was the last interception that he threw. Yeah. Right? And, and that was the ultimate collapse. I, there's even Listen, there's even more plays. I thought his performance was horrid. It got worse. Horrid. Yeah. The, the things that you were talking about are, 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 are things that we would see Zach Wilson do or like, uh, you know, when the Jets quarterback, hey, I'm seeing ghosts. Quarterback on a bad team where you're either seeing ghosts or you're trying too hard to make a play and it turns into a massive critical mistake. I'm telling you, it was not even – there's nothing redeemable about anything that he did. Nope. Zero. There, uh, I, the only thing was the deeper balls, six of seven for over 100 yards on those, and even then so that's what? all going to get – So what? You and I were poo-pooing the whole the, – the deep ball stuff was yeah. silly to begin with. I, I, I cannot tell you, like, there's – there's like you know, there's no excuses. He sucked. No, he played bad. He, he sucked. Was, he was not. I good can't believe yesterday. he was. I didn't think he had that level of suck in him. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, and I could tell like, you know, he's because just last week I was like, wow, he's got some good games and like he's really tough. He's mentally weak. Like what I saw was um, a career unraveling in front of my eyes. Okay. And Whoa, career, career unraveling, unraveling in front of my so eyes. So are you of the he is done? No. What I'm saying is I am not the town crier. I am not going to say by order of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, I am hereby report that uh, <laughs> Mac Jones is a Dunsky and start ringing my bell. Dunsky, 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 Dunsky. Right? You're going to see him with his goofy hat and hear ye, hear ye. Uh, the Commonwealth and the power oh, vested in man. me. I now pronounce uh, Mac Jones a Dunsky. No, the 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 reality is. You tell me if I'm wrong or not. Like, cause I've been in a I've been in a funk before. Uh -huh. Couldn't catch. I couldn't catch this water bottle if you literally handed it to me. That was I, just against Wiggy. Yeah, and yeah, and, but you <laughs> but you don't believe in yourself. So the most routine, easy things seem monumentally hard. Oh like yeah. The, oh. The the gap, and I think that's where he's in. So I think that he is so mentally damaged. And I think it even goes back to last week with the dirty play. I think that's harboring some and festering in the back of his head. And people are thinking about me and talking about me and judging me and telling me I'm a dirty player and it's being co-signed by everybody around the league. Now I'm that guy. And all he has is a vision of himself doing the stupid gritty at the freaking uh, Pro Bowl back in Vegas three years ago. 
So I think he I, – I, when I say his career unraveling in front of my eyes, quarterback play is, like, all about confidence. Like, 90% of it is confidence. He doesn't believe in himself. He's not seeing it the right way. He's making stupid, careless, reckless decisions that are that are outside of his athletic ability. Well, this was the first time that we really saw Mac press. Sure. Press to make a play to where he he played outside of himself or the structure and the whole let me roll right and throw the ball all the way back to the left. That kind of crap doesn't fly. I don't think he's mentally broken at all. And now you might say, well, he's a head case, and that well, might that's, be that's, that's and my that point. might be a little different. But, but look, that's mentally broken. But you know what? But what I didn't see was, and it's funny that you mentioned Zach Wilson because yeah. the Jets were competitive against the Chiefs last night. And what is the meme going around all over the place today? You had sad sack Zach Wilson getting consoled by everyone mm-hmm. because he's verbally saying on the sidelines. I cost us the yeah. game, bro. <laughs> and you know what that With kid was bro. doing? He's on one knee. His head is down. He's got people over there saying, like, hey, man, you're okay. It's going to be all right, dude. And just patting him, give him little pats on the head and trying to make him feel better. There's none of that from this guy. There's none of that from Mac. And you could argue you mean, that wait, hold it on. is. What do you mean there's none of that? No, no, Whoa, no. Is me? No, there, no, there was none. Of, last year, Mac Jones had Zach Wilson face when things went bad. Last year was when Mac was sitting on the sidelines and it was head down and he wouldn't look at the coordinator. And it was, you could see that there were the gremlins in the head and he reacted accordingly. This time, there was no moping. There was no sulking. There was none of the reactions like last year when Matt Patricia was here. Mac was up. He was engaged. He was on the sidelines. He's talking to people as they're coming off the field. Whereas last year, if this guy were going to break, if he were as mentally feeble as you feel he is right now coming off of this game, it would have completely happened last year to this guy. I'm not saying that there aren't some bats in the belfry and that there aren't some things that the guy doesn't have to work out. But I don't see him sitting on the sidelines with everybody coming over to him being like, hey, man, you just had a bad day, and him sad sack and being like Zach Wilson on the whole, oh, my God, I cost us the game. I think what Mac went through last year got him ready to be – well, got him as ready as mentally possible – to deal with the enormity of the week he is about to have and how important it is yeah, to his career. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know at all because I think that – I think all this is new to him. Like the sad I, – and I think it manifests itself in a different way with Mac personally, just from afar, looking at him smiling, laughing, giggling. Um, just – I just don't – I feel like he's uncomfortable with the, with the eyeballs that, that are on him, and I feel like he internalizes it and manifest it differently. So he does so he's not at the moping stage yet. But, you know, a big discussion is how the hell happy was he that he got pulled? Like people you can read his body language and you can see the way he acts and I do think there's something to that. As soon as Bill pulled him out, he dealt with it fine. I, I just feel like I don't know. Listen, last maybe- year's Mac, if he got pulled, like remember the Chicago game Howdy last face? year? Would have sat on the bench and pouty face. Well, because that's he entitled went, Mac. That's entitled Mac. That's uh, I, this is my job. What are you doing? And, you guys are screwing with well, me. Well, and and this is also the the you know, and you know this as well as anybody. Today's going to be miserable in here for these players today, 
And there is a part of the, like, Belichick water torture that I feel like it's almost like Bill comes in today and dealing with the quarterback and it's, <laughs> I've got him right where I want him type thing in terms of now we're going to build him up or now we're yeah. going to do this. And maybe I'm thinking too much about it no, or whatever, I, I, but last year this guy moped. Yesterday this guy, Mac Jones, took it in stride. See, I, 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 I mean – Fine. I don't, I think that the situations are, are similar yet uniquely different in a way based on where he's at. I think, like, the based on how – I feel like a lot of his problems last year were because he was trying to do what the coaches wanted him to do, but internally he, like, was fighting it, so he was always stuck in the middle. Right. Right, so he right. was, like tr- – and then the schemes were not, you know, really s- scripted for success, so they were flawed from the beginning, but he had to be the right person, so he was doing it anyways, and it wasn't working, so fine. I felt like – he was irritated. He couldn't lash out based on how everything was going. This year, this this game specifically, I almost feel like was such a monumental regression, like monumental based on where the team was, how bad, how they played last week, how badly they needed him, but just not to turn it over. Just don't do anything completely. Now, I also don't think that he's 100% at fault. When I think about some of the interceptions and how they occurred, because I think the receivers don't fight. I think Bourne gives up on it. I think Devontae Parker is uh, – uh, no, Juju Smith-Schuster just say on the second the, one. On the pick, he gets Juju didn't bullied. fight at all. They get bullied. Yeah. They get bullied. Devontae Parker got bullied a couple weeks ago. So is it all, all on him? Technically, people will – they don't care. It is. But I will say they all have a hand in it. But Mac, I just feel like Max. Like, this week for Mac, how do you, like, convince him that he's worthy of the starting job? Because I feel like you're going to need to do some sort of reverse psychology. You know what it, You know what you do? You stay the course, and you don't change anything right now. I mean, obviously, you're, you're doing your week-to-week coaching, but you're not sitting him down. And, and evidenced, by the way, the game was called when Bailey Zappi came into the game. Remember when Zappi came in last year? It turned into, wow, he he lit a spark. There was no no spark lighting. Hell, the first two plays, they uh, think they, they want to keep him in. Right. They had him around turn. I, you know what? And that's what I tried to figure out where they showed Belichick on the sideline. And when he walked by someone, it covered his mouth. I swore I thought he was going to say it was the, you know, getting you out because we can't have you hurt. Something like that. And on a day where Judon and Gonzalez get hurt, imagine if Mac goes down in a 31-3 game or something. Now, again, with the way he played, you know, Twitch would be like, yes, it'd be great, until Zappy's in there for two quarters, and at halftime, you're, you know, going out to mow the lawn. 